0: Sorry, I had a thing.
1: Still <laughs> I'm
0: still eating Cheez-Its. <laughs>
1: so sorry. <laughs> I, we,
0: we've talked about eating snacks on this show. It's an audio medium and you can't keep doing that. I know, but I think z- I, I t- there's
2: a there's a snack filter on Zoom, isn't there?
0: Well, Doritos made that one. right? I don't know if it works for Cheez-Its, though.
2: Oh, that's true. Not so sure. These are off-brand Cheez-Its, too. So. <laughs>
0: Jeremy's going to have to figure that one out. Uh, mm-hmm. He's going to have to do some Aldi research, I guess, yeah. to, to really... Oh, go ahead. No, I'm. So, I. You've interrupted the the whole intro. Go ahead. Keep going. No, this is the intro. So anyway, yeah, I, it is
2: now. I thought I thought you would like to know mm-hmm. if somebody else is cashing our fucking Pringles checks. Did you see that? Excuse me. Who is
0: oh, oh, yeah, oh. I yeah. do know. It's what's his name? Yes. Yeah, Pratt. It's is cr- cashing yeah. cash our Pringles checks. He's every. I mean, what? I mean, screw you know. Take what? a He's break, just dude. Got, you know. Yes, you don't have to do everything. Yeah, you don't have to do literally everything. Yeah.
2: You're gonna do Jurassic Park and you're gonna cash our Pringles checks that's just and mario
0: excuse yeah. me excuse me sir yeah that fucking guy <sighs> having said that chris pratt if you're listening we'd love to have you on the show yeah, absolutely yeah you can <laughs> you can play you can play the role of clayton for all you want quite frankly um but we were as i was saying before i was so rudely interrupted by patrick's yep. uh, mouth crunches mm-hmm. that hello an exercise mouth crunches
2: are a yeah. legitimate exercise uh that's how you build strength and endurance
0: Endurance for what? Well, okay. Hello, hello, everybody. Um, uh, <laughs> I guess, I, I guess, I guess you're here. Hey, I guess I'm hearing this, and you got to you too. <laughs> uh, you're the one
2: that took an extra 15 minutes to put your kids to bed, and you left me down here in the basement with a bottle of piggyback.
0: That was a mistake. Not I'm going to talk to both Maple and Ivy about that in the morning. Mm because they've made a huge mistake girls here's why daddy's leaving and it's not a long (laughs) (laughs) um anyway as i was saying this well this is is this a ghost this this is is this a ghost Mm -hmm. it is it is a ghost (laughs) this two intro sucks i don't think this is very good (laughs) well whose fault is that off brand Cheez mm. Its, I guess, is the answer. It is. Anyway, this is Is This a Ghost? And every week I, Clayton Smith, tell a real ghost story from real history to my real friend, Patrick Dean, who doesn't always let me do the intro <laughs> and also doesn't take it very seriously. <sighs> oh, oh, this shirt? Yeah, this is our new Is This a Ghost shirt. Wow. Thank you for asking. Snazzy. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. Like, I'll lean this way. I I'll wait say so. Sure. Yeah. Appreciate it.
2: Yeah. 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 Very it's nice. Good. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Way better than the old logo t shirt.
2: Yeah. That was trash.
0: Yeah, we that's got. Sold them really? No, I don't think so. We did make uh, a small mint, so uh, we, we fleeced did. those suckers. No, that we made do. zero dollars. No, no, we didn't sell any shirts. <laughs> <laughs> All the money we made off that shirt came from you. I think you bought the entire uh, discount pile. Hmm. So thank you. That was mm-hmm. very nice of you. But really? uh, like, this one, we've sold at least three. What? So not to brag, mm-hmm. but. But if you're walking around the mm-hmm. world you might see an is this a ghost shirt and it looks pretty good.
2: <laughs> now the odds are, you know, not great to see it. I mean, you're more likely or you're more likely to well, get not
0: mathematically no.
2: No, I mean, your odds are probably better to get struck by lightning while getting bit by a shark, but mm-hmm. twice, which
0: makes which makes <laughs> which makes I think the it very special. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: To mm-hmm. to so
0: it's even it's even in some in some uh, it's in some ways it's even better than winning the lottery. I would say uh, so. Haven't seen someone with this shirt. So, uh how was your week?
2: Uh It was it was good. We watched the the super the super. Can't can I say, say s- that word? I can't. Say, no. We watched
0: no, the ta-ching. Nah. That's a I wish I had a ta-ching, but we watched like. the big one.
1: Jeremy will bleep it out.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: Jeremy's a big game. Yeah, Jeremy, make sure, make sure you bleep it out with like like the old school beeping like curse out button though. That's I, I don't. Yeah. 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 Uh watch the watch the big one, you know. Uh-huh. The big the one. Big game? No. Yeah. No, 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 it wasn't a game. No, no, it was a you know just a thing. Some people got together and mm-hmm. uh, you know. But it wasn't a it wasn't a game.
0: Did some stuff in tight pants. Yeah.
2: That's what I watched okay. with my family. And uh okay. <laughs> everyone seemed to okay. go to bed really early uh see so yeah, huh. that was that was my week. you will lead up to that's the cool. to the big one to the big How How's your okay.
0: week uh broke my toe, oh which one so uh, second toe
2: so on well on which foot
0: uh right foot mm-hmm. right foot, second toe next to big toe,
2: right, so your pointer toe,
0: pointer toe is exactly what I called this day actually my <laughs> <See>? <laughs> my chair was like was it your was it your thumb toe? and I said, that's not a thing, but no, it's my pointer toe <laughs> And uh and thank you. Thank you for understanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was my pointer toe. Mm-hmm.
2: that's a, that 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 toe's got a tough. That that toe, I don't know if you recall, that little toe got none.
0: And, uh, then, yes. and, and then it actually, got broke. Actually, producer Ryan uh pointed
2: out to me yesterday. <laughs> so all uh, yes,
0: so this is well worn territory that, at this that, point.
2: That one that one in the in the in the pinky toe, those two mm-hmm. pointer toe and pinky toe. Poor bastards. They could have they could have yeah. been so much more, but no.
0: No, but nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing in wee wee. wee. <laughs> uh as they say. Although I guess the, the second toe is not bad. The pointer toe is not bad to break because you don't need it too much for stability. True. Big toe is bad. Yeah. Pinky toe is pretty bad. Big toe is yeah, big
2: toe is probably the worst one. Pinky toe is bad because the whole time you're looking at it you're thinking to yourself, why are you even down there?
3: You're
0: you don't have, you you have a bone in there.
2: Cause me problems. That's all you do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Let's lop it off.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yes. You, you're like you're like that extra little bit that they uh what it that they, they make burnt ends out of? That's what you are. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. They used to throw yes. you away until Kansas City Joe figured out he could sell you.
0: <laughs> and Kansas City does feel like the place where they would have figured that out. Absolutely. Actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pinky toes are begging to be uh, to be evolved right mm-hmm. <laughs> right out of this <laughs> right out of this body <laughs> for sure. Uh, no, I broke my toe. Um, hurts hurts uh, hurts bad. Mm-hmm. And that's my week. Cool. Sounds Bert's fun. bad toe. Yeah, it's cool. Friday was Aaron, or Saturday was Aaron's birthday, right? And so we went out mm-hmm. and we went to our favorite uh, pizza place mm-hmm. over here. And um, after we went to a for a nightcap, went for a seven p.m. nightcap. <laughs> <laughs> Which Aaron, we were at the bar and she told the bartender like, "Oh, we're here for a nightcap." And then later realized I just told it's seven <laughs> fifteen. I told her we're here for a nightcap. The sun is still up. I don't really know. <laughs> But they had they had piggyback on the bar, so I had the piggyback, and then Aaron had a uh, the the whistle pig ten year. Oh, we shared and boy, they were both so good. It was the first the first drink I've had since New Year's Eve, and that was a good one. Oof, that's a way to kick it off. This is the second
2: drink I've had since New Year's Eve. Very nice. I was hoping that you would be participating tonight.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna work some uh, some podcast mm. uh, cocktails back in. I think. Oh. Hmm. <sighs> You've gone long one. enough without being funny. And now, <laughs> <laughs> Viewership. The public is won't stand for it anymore. Yeah. Plummeting. <laughs> what else? I feel like there was something else I wanted to say tonight, but I don't have anything. I'm- I didn't write it down. Mm-hmm. You no, know I can't. <laughs> if yeah. I don't write it down, it's not happening.
1: <laughs> uh, I just like let I'll
2: want- come organically. You know, like during the ghost, I'll just. Work it all in that way. Hey, by the way, uh-huh. uh, see? I to tell you you, this see? has nothing to do with the ghost,
0: but uh, <laughs> there was this great deal on charcoal briquettes the other day. Let me tell you this really great story. Um, got nothing. I Got nothing. I guess we can do a ghost okay. story if you want. Cool. I guess. If you have one, you have one, like, on deck? Nope. No doing good. this research in real time <laughs> i do have one on deck i have a just and by the way just so last week we talked about how uh i i um every once in a while we'll get some kind of comment about like the ghost didn't start until now we're in and then mm-hmm. obviously uh i listened to, <laughs> i listened to the cyrus teed episode today jeremy sent me the finished cut today and it's, mm-hmm. listen it's a great episode The ghosts Mm -hmm. do not appear till about an hour and a half in. (laughs) So, in anticipation of everyone uh, complaining about that, Mm -hmm. I've made a very slight adjustment to tonight's format. Very slight, Mm. very slight one one line, but uh, I I think people are going to be pleased. This will be like a game for you, Pat. You, if you catch (laughs) the adjustment in the format, you let me know. Just give me a little wink. Just just let me know. Mm -hmm. Ready?
2: I don't think I'm going to catch it, but I can't like, imagine can you going. will.
0: <laughs> 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 do you want to tell? Do you want to say anything else about your uh, your webcam? Before? I'm sorry, we we kind of resued that earlier. Do you? But I want to give you space to talk about your webcam if you want. No,
2: I I, you know, I, I took all of our podcast winnings and I blew it on a webcam. We have podcast winnings. So, yeah, the winnings from I'm not working. I mean, this is this is like this is like blackjack here. What is podcast money? What you got? Podcast money? Yeah, of course I got podcast. We money. Who gave you podcast you? money? I'm mean, selling my likeness
0: <laughs> to knock off Cheez-Its.
2: Yeah, to knock off cheez I'm, you know, I'm there. I'm
0: their spokesperson now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, baked, baked original cheese cracker. So yeah, so yeah. you just screwed it up already. <laughs> uh, okay, well, do your do your pitch then. Do your thing that you do uh, for their commercials. Go ahead. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Are you tired of spending four and a half dollars for fucking Nope. Isn't that
2: ridiculous? Nope. Well Worth every penny. Go on. If you are like I am. If you're sick of all of the extra salt on the cheeses and you'd like them to be a little bit less flavorful, maybe sometimes questionably soggy, maybe even there's a black one in the bottom of the box. Wait, that's a toe. Well, then, <laughs> well, then baked cheese cracker original 100% cheese is the cracker Gross. for you. It's pretty good. I thought so. Yeah. Better than Chris Pratt fucker.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, he wouldn't, he, he doesn't listen to this. He's not going to sue us, right? He doesn't. You think he listens to this What, show? for just, for just calling
2: him a fucker? I don't think he can call him It's not the worst thing he's been called. I've been on Twitter, and it's not the worst thing he's been
0: called. Alright. Well, uh thank you, Patrick, for uh, for for mm-hmm. shouldering the weight of of being I guess being you're doing the sponsorship thing kinda backwards. Mm-hmm. It would be cool mm-hmm. if like if if off brand Cheez Its could sponsor us is actually what we're going mm-hmm. for. Now I do love that you mm-hmm. are sponsoring off brand Cheese Its. Right. That's in the realm of, of, of what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Differently. Mm-hmm. It's like looking through the uh, the wrong end of the telescope, but Mm. But it's it's
2: more more like a like a name image likeness thing. You know, I got to take care of me. i Got to take care of my own. Okay, yeah. It's the team is one thing. Sure. Yeah. We're yeah. still on the team. Yeah. yeah you right? and me, Yeah. Yeah. But ah, daddy needs a new webcam sometimes. <laughs> so sometimes daddy's got to shell out for some. uh He's got to hawk some baked cheese original, hundred percent cracker. Now how long
0: have you been hundred percent? I thought hundred percent cheese. Just today. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's coming through. It's coming through as today. It's giving today. All right. Well, do you want to hear a ghost story? Love to. Johann Adam Lemp was born in 1793 or possibly 1798 <laughs> in Gruningen, Germany. It it must take them forever to say that. (laughs) that It's actually five words put together, all hyphens, but it's all the same word, but they're very specific about it. You have to pronounce it differently each time. Yeah. Mispronounce it this way, and then this way, and then this way, and then this way, and then this way. And then just say, he was born in Germany. (laughs) So either 1793 or 1798, probably, his death certificate would eventually place his birth in 1796, which is neither of those Mm -hmm. years. (laughs) <laughs> um, a German language guide to St. Louis later would say 1797, which is not any of those three years. And then what everyone, so it's, it's hard to pin it down. Mm-hmm. What everyone agrees on is he was definitely baptized in 1793 before almost all of those years. Yes. <laughs>
2: I mean, like in all honesty, that crosses a lot of them off the yeah. list. We're Unless, pretty you know, sure baptisms,
0: 1790s was the era yeah. for uh, for Johann.
2: Unless baptisms back then were like markedly different. It's not impossible. Where, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case things don't go well in the childbirth, we're going to baptize him right now. Hold very still.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's still inside of me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> now, part of the reason we, we are not terribly sure is because uh, in Germany at this time, birth records were not kept. Uh, didn't seem important. But the local Lutheran minister would have recorded his birth in the church records. Mm-hmm. So at some point a, uh, a reporter from St. Louis magazine, which I will link to in the show notes. I got some of this mm-hmm. from there. I don't remember who the reporter was. Um, did he's doing God's work <laughs> trying to dig through mm-hmm. Adam, Adam, uh, Adam or Johann? sorry, Johan Lemp's mm-hmm. uh, life um, went, contacted mm-hmm. the uh, local Lutheran church there, which is still standing. And they said, Oh, we can't actually find those records. So, so no one knows. Anyway, he was born, as people tend to be, and he mm-hmm. did it in the 18th century, as some people certainly also did.
2: A popular century of birth,
0: <laughs> as I recall. Yes. Millions of people
2: Maybe. chose this specific century <laughs> to birth.
0: What? What was that? <laughs> that
2: was louder than I was expecting. I don't know what that was. Wow. No crying. Too big for a cat.
0: That's Amy. Amy's it's bleeding out a upstairs. You- yeah, well, <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of kids up there that can, they that's can come get think. me. That <laughs> <laughs> they all know how to scream real loud. They've proven that time and again. So anyway, he's born, and that's great. But he probably had no idea that his entire bloodline would be snuffed out by 1970. That the Lemp family would leave behind a family estate that is widely considered one of the most haunted mansions in the world. Where's it at? It's, it's a big <laughs> mystery. <laughs> First of all, I uh, want to point out that was <laughs> so that it, that was the format change. Mm. This is so. Hey, everyone, we're building to a haunted house, a pretty haunted mm-hmm. mansion, and snuffed out bloodline. Pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely! Pretty glad I put that into the fourth line of notes instead of uh, mm-hmm. waiting until the ninety seventh line of notes.
1: <laughs> we'll
0: find out. Probably still going to get emails. <clears throat> Patrick, you ever heard of the Limp Mansion? I've spent
2: time at the Limp Mansion. The uh, we did the the Limp Limp uh, Haunted Haunted House, basically, or the Haunted—I yeah. don't know what they call the attraction. Okay, but where, where they basically take the entire basement of the Limp Mansion, and uh, we're going to talk about that. You know, kind of the haunted house. Yeah. Um, it's a fucking terrifying haunted Let's house. Let's
0: circle back to that at the end of this because I do want to talk about that, but I don't mm-hmm. want to talk about it quite yet.
2: Yeah. We also we toured not toured, but we, we did the the Lemp um you know haunted house uh attraction I think two years before it collapsed <laughs> which was also very exciting. Yeah. Huh
0: <laughs> I didn't know it collapsed.
2: Uh, yeah part well part it's it's a it's like a big estate basically in one of the buildings um, in the Limp Estate. Uh, that was it's near pretty the, uh, abandoned. the haunted area. It is. Yeah. yeah. And it just just fell over. Yeah. That's
0: ghosts, so. actually. Ghosts pushed it over. Clearly. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. Big, tall ghosts. They
0: started push. They tried to push it onto you, but yeah. they are not very strong. <laughs> so it did take them they two missed years. by about two years. Yeah. Yeah. So lucky you. Uh, anyway, so we'll get to all that briefly. Uh, but where are we here? Gosh. Johan went by the name Adam, his middle name. And his father, Wilhelm, was a, what was his occupation? What do you think? Mm, I'm going to go with surveyor. <laughs> Good boy. Good guess. <laughs> I know why you went there. No, he was a brewer of beer. Oh, uh, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. And we think that Wilhelm died when Adam was 13 years old. Again, not totally sure because we don't know mm. when he was born, <laughs> but his father died when he was pretty mm. young. hmm now when Adam was about 18-ish, he moves mm-hmm. to Eschweg, let's say, mm-hmm. uh another part of Germany <laughs> to work at the city brewery. Mm. He's following in old dad's footsteps. On July uh, 16th, in 1816, he married Anna Klermund, and they had a daughter named Johannette. Johan Johannes. Johannette. It's like Johann. Johannette. But like yeah. Dudette, Johan, you know? <laughs> it's a portmanteau of Johann and Dudette. Uh, mm-hmm, sure. Johanette. Mm-hmm. She was on Wayne's World, I think. Yes, correct. <laughs> and then in 1832, Anna, the wife, died tragically. There is no mm. information that I could find about from what. <laughs> but it was tragic. <laughs> She's That's all I know. Died of, yeah.
2: It's also a very popular thing to do. Oh, yes. Be born in the 18th century and die. A
0: grizzly on 87% of deaths were tragic. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Now, Adam married again, either, and it was either three months after Anna's death or one year and three months after Anna's death. We're not sure. (laughs) All these dumb people just kept writing down the months that things were happening, not the fucking year. (laughs) For such a regimented people, the Germans were not Mm -hmm. good at records. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. But uh, I know uh, I know one young chancellor who's going to come and whip them into shape in just a couple decades. <laughs> uh,
2: unless unless the, the Germans are like, you know what? Keeping close track, this is only going to get me in trouble. I'm just, you know. it's <laughs> very prescient. We're just going to say March. I don't want my wife to figure out that it was March two years before she died <laughs> that, that she was born. We're just going to call it March.
0: And... Let's see. His wife's his new wife's name was uh, Justina Anna Charlotte uh, Barn. No, that can't be right. Baum Barn. No, <laughs> Baum. Sorry, I'm not wearing my <laughs> reading glasses. That's Baum, not Bauern. Mm-hmm. Baum. Anyway, they had two sons together, Wilhelm and Jacob. And tragedy, though, however, strikes the family again on December twelfth, eighteen thirty-eight, when little Wilhelm died at the age of four. Oh. He was important enough that they kept track what fucking year he died. Exactly. The year and the age. So (laughs) he was a favorite. Uh, Now, you'll notice, Patrick, this will not be a surprising pattern to you because you know, at least yeah you're pretty familiar with the story. The Lemp's, I imagine, at uh, least generally. Yeah, Sure. They are uh, pretty, pretty famous in St. Louis. I guess we should just tell people in case they haven't picked up on this. They are Mm St. Louis. This is a St. Louis story. Mm-hmm. The St. Louis folks, so we we all, if you grew up in St. Louis, you grew up with stories of the Lemp Mansion being haunted, but uh, they don't actually talk about the whole history too much, so um, one of the things that every every good St. Louis boy and girl knows as they grow up, though, is that the Lemp family faced a, lot, faced a lot of tragedy, so the fact that, you know, already, you got Johan's um, first wife and then his firstborn son dying pretty tragically, that's a theme that is going to continue. <laughs> Now, the younger son, Jacob, he eventually takes Wilhelm's uh, name, the Anglicanized version of Wilhelm's name, in, honor, in, order, in order to honor his brother, um, which is sweet and heartbreaking and terrible. Wait, you, wait, hang on. So your brother dies and you're just like... you. Just, yeah, maybe it's not a sweet thing. Name? Maybe it's like, <clears throat> no, I'm this, William. <laughs> this is a very talented Mr. Ripley thing I was going to say, suddenly here. this is uh, the good this, son, yeah. uh, <laughs> germ- the German version of the good son. <laughs>
2: I thought your brother died. No, no. No, no. no. I'm still alive me, I'm still here. Well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aren't you Jacob? Who? Like,
1: like, huh? yeah. <laughs> What's
2: that hump on your back? Is it breathing? <laughs> no, no, it's nothing. Not. Don't worry about it. It smells really bad. It will expire soon enough. To the basement for the brewing. <laughs> I'm growing the yeast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Jacob takes Wilhelm's Anglicanized name, William, and he comes mm. to be known as William Jacob Lemp. Mm. Now, Johann Adam was brewing beer at his house in Germany. And he also owned a restaurant called the Golden Barrel. So he's got these two businesses going on. He's up to his dead and eyeballs. Because neither business is what? doing too well. But he borrowed money <laughs> oh. to both start his own brewery in his <laughs> basement and also borrowed money to start this restaurant called the Golden Barrel. Mm-hmm. Debtors come calling.
2: So- sounds like it's time going on a little trip.
0: <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> we okay. got, we have uh, one more uh, one actually that's uh boy. I so there is one thing he knows how to do. Mhm. And it's Maybe. to get into another business on credit. <laughs> 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 so he opens a third business called the Lemp Rock Seller. Now, I don't know what that is. <laughs> And <laughs> tired of all those rocks <laughs> cluttering up your home? Why, well, I am.
2: Well, bring them down to the Lemp Rock Cellar <laughs> for 15
0: Deutschmark a year. You
2: can keep it's, as many stones
0: as you it's want. It's all my your at our cellar, yeah. yeah. Well, um, <laughs> so what this is, it is a business that fails because I guess no one in Germany knows what it is, and there's no business.
1: <laughs>
0: so, this one outright fails, and the other businesses, again, are not doing great. So, his creditors are now their real man. mm mm-hmm. They lost a bunch of rocks already. Yeah, they've real lost all their that. rocks. <laughs> they, they invested everything in rocks. And those are gone now. And so, then, finally, in 1836, Adam comes, uh, comes around to Patrick's plan, and he says, you know mm. what? It's time to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just get out of here. Now, his wife and kids, those are going to slow him down. hmm Absolutely. So, he... Dead weight. Yes. So, he says, hey, look over there. And then he runs away. Yeah. Uh, to America <laughs> by himself. Hmm. Justina's pretty mad about that. I can imagine. Yes. Yeah. So she's left with her son, uh, their, their son, but also, um, with Adam's f- first born daughter who's, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure she loved very much is not her yeah. child. Yeah. Not that that was in the mountain of debt. Yes. In, in the weird hump Yeah. <laughs> and the smell so, that is permeating yeah. the house. <laughs> So she's upset, but Adam makes it clear he's not coming back. So eventually, Justina files for divorce, and that goes through. Mm -hmm. So that's done. Now, Adam bops around the U.S. for a while. He eventually ends up in St. Louis, Missouri in 1838. Probably it's 1838. Surprisingly, Mm. we're not exactly sure. (laughs) Somewhere around there. And he opens a grocery store called A. Lemp and Company, which is right at 6th and Morgan, mm-hmm. which if uh, if you will uh, look at a map, Patrick, you will see is now part of the dome. It's the southern oh. part of the dome Okay, uh, is where, where this used to be. Mm-hmm. So he starts selling groceries. He sells vinegar. And of course, he is brewing and selling beer. Mm. Now he's brewing his own beer. It's his whole thing. And he's brewing a German-style lager. This is the first, German style lager ever brewed in St. Louis. Oh, even before the big boys, even before the big boys Anheuser mm-hmm. and Bush. Yeah, he's their first. And, uh, it's one of the first German lagers in the entire country. So he's pretty early on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And most of the beers there right now are English ales because of the English influence. Of course so mm-hmm. they're darker, they're heavier. Um, and people are in this, in the German lagers, very, it's a lighter style. Mm-hmm. sure it's a sports beer it's a sports beer Yeah, yeah. it's a beer you can yeah. drink and then run a yeah. mile <laughs> famously i think you want to run the marathon drink this beer mm-hmm. this is the one for you
1: <laughs>
0: you want to get sweaty playing volleyball with your shirt off mm-hmm. <laughs> drink mm-hmm. a german lager
1: <laughs> so
0: people are going ow <laughs> well i broke my finger now <laughs> <Man>. so <laughs> so people are loving this beer It's light, it's refreshing, it's crisp. People are like, this is great. People go nuts for it. Lemp's Lager is so popular that after just two years, he sells the grocery store and he builds Lemp's Western Brewing Company. Oh, back in business. Back in business. Now, this first building is at 37 South 2nd Street, which does not exist anymore because this is right where today you will find the south leg of the arch.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's where the first lamp
0: <laughs> Brewery was. Hmm. So he builds a brewery there, and business continues to boom. Uh, and soon, it's like a couple of years, he needs more space for brewing and for storage. Hmm. So he needs someplace cold. Someplace cold year-round. Mm-hmm.
2: Like a rock cellar.
0: <laughs> like <laughs> a lamp Rock Cellar. <laughs> so he goes back to Germany. He digs out his rock cellar. He brings it over to America, <laughs> digs it down yes. into the ground. Bob's your uncle. Uh, he's got his own place. Uh, no, just south of, of the brewery, he finds a limestone cave that no one is using for any particular purpose. <laughs> just <laughs> this empty cave lying around. Man, yeah. crazy crazy time back yeah. then. Now, you know, Patrick, St. Louis is chock-a-block with caves mm-hmm. underneath uh, the whole area, really. Uh,
2: and, you know, that's where we keep down down Under, yes underneath typically <laughs> <laughs> the above ground caves aren't really exciting for anybody just...
0: um so so he takes over one of those i guess i don't i was i don't i don't think you buy a cave at this point i think
2: i i don't think so yeah i think you're, it's you're,
0: like air rights but opposite
2: yeah yes you just
0: <laughs> that's yours friend yeah.
2: yeah you own the top but everything below i own
0: now yeah your lease doesn't say that you you get control over mm. anything below below ground level so this is mm. mine so he just takes over a cave, a limestone cave, which is perfect for for his purposes. It's cool all the time. He can bring ice from the Mississippi when it's winter and put it in the cave. It'll, mm-hmm. you know, things will stay really cold. Um, he starts lagering down there, which I guess is mm-hmm. part of the brewing process. Sure, <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Putting context clues together, as only we can on is this a ghost? <laughs> and he obviously stores beer down there, which is important because refrigeration is not really a thing yet. Sure. And you don't want the beer to go... You don't want skunky beer. Mm -hmm. You've learned that from 90s advertising. (laughs) So this is great for him. So it's not too far from his brewery. So everything's going great. Business just continue. I Mm -hmm. mean, business just fucking explode. Mm -hmm. He's doing great. It's a real success story.
2: The wife's off his back. The debtors are gone. Yep.
0: Yep. They're not coming across that ocean.
2: Yeah. He finally has built the rock cellar of his dreams. (laughs) This is his backyard.
0: Yes. And this was
2: what they meant the whole time. <laughs> Why would nobody give me money to build this? <laughs>
0: this is natural rock cellar. It's right here. It's, am- it's uh, flawless. Uh, America. Ah! <laughs> so business continues to go. And by the 1850s, Lent Brewing is the largest brewery in St. Louis. Hmm. In 1858, his lager won first place at the St. Louis Fair. Not to brag, wow. but it's going great. Mm -hmm. Now, at some point during all this, Adam sends back to Germany. He sends a message to his wife, his Uh ex-wife. (laughs) Uh-oh. Don't do this. this. No good can
2: come from this, Adam.
0: (laughs) And he says, I'm doing great here. Can you send William to live with me? Ah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody else. Not my firstborn daughter that you're still taking care of. Well, I'm sorry. She's a girl. Yeah. She's useless.
2: Yeah. Uh, but she would not understand the rock seller at all.
0: No, she didn't appreciate the one we had. She doesn't get to appreciate <laughs> the new good one that we love.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, so he sends for William and William has some mixed feelings about this. He doesn't love that his father <laughs> abandoned mm-hmm. the whole family. Um, mm-hmm. how many years, um, how many years ago was that? Gosh, this was, I don't know exactly what, <laughs> this will shock you. I don't know which year, mm-hmm. uh, he did this, but it's been about <laughs> 15 years. <laughs>
2: send send for William is a man like he's 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 got his own shit Just, going on uh,
0: dear ex-wife how yeah. strong is William if very yeah. please send many heavy if beers and disregard
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he doesn't love that uh he doesn't have a whole lot of respect for his dad I think but he does like the idea of inheriting a wildly successful brewery in America <laughs> So eventually, he he comes and he comes to America. He starts working at the brewery. Mm-hmm. At some point, he goes to Slu, St. Louis University was up and running back then. Mm. He gets a degree in something that doesn't matter, and then he joins the <laughs> army for a while. And uh, he has a whole life that we're not going to get into at this point. But anyway, so he comes to America. He's doing his thing, mm-hmm. sort of helping, sort of serving his country in a pretty safe time to do that. Mm-hmm. Um. Although I guess I, I guess say, what, civil what, what, war is creeping up isn't it yeah. I was <laughs> so, going to say 1858 it's not the best time yeah, to join the army I mean sorry in my head I'm already yeah. at uh, our yeah. 1900s part of the story and we are not there yet <laughs> <laughs> So anyway but if
2: but if, if he has got to come over attend school all this kind of stuff he he may he may have just kind of dodged his way out of that
0: one Yeah I think so also his dad is yeah. very wealthy at this point Mm-hmm. Adam is a millionaire. So I don't I think if William doesn't want to go yep. to fight anything, he doesn't have to. <laughs> he's got bone spurs for sure. So so Adam Lamb is indeed a millionaire and it's just crazy like the success he's having is it's a storybook run <laughs> that he's having. Like mm-hmm. He's just I mean just it's just growing for decades and decades mm-hmm. and decades, just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But Unfortunately, he is a human person, and uh, as as human people tend to do, he does get old, and uh, and he dies eventually on August twenty third, eighteen sixty two. Oh wow! Okay, maybe seventy ish. So, uh, it's, yeah. it's hard to say.
2: <laughs> uh, so he gets his son to come over, uh-huh. and he immediately drops dead. Well, it's kind of what it sounds like.
0: It's not too long before he drops dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I. Oh. Oh, okay. oh, I now see what you're saying. You say. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Next line of my notes. William inherits yeah. everything. Okay. I'm mm. seeing it now. You're right. <laughs> he killed his dad. <laughs> dad, I'm so
2: glad you're here.
0: Can you show me this rock <laughs> seller you keep talking about? Oh, How big is rock them- in your cellar, dad? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Are many of them blunt and large enough for me to pick up off my head? No reason. No reason. <laughs> heavier <laughs> than a human skull or not heavier than a human yeah.
0: skull? I don't know. I'm yeah. just curious. Yeah. Science, <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm curious. So, so William inherits everything, and eventually, before too long, he he begins a huge expansion of the brewery. He's like, things are going. Let's let's fucking mm-hmm. go. <clears throat> he purchases five whole blocks of St. Louis, True. right along Cherokee Street. Mm-hmm. Very cool street.
2: Oh, yeah. Nowadays very hit. Yes.
0: Thrift stores, uh Mexican coffee grocery stores, places. coffee places, mm-hmm. and only a few shootings. Oh yeah. I mean But like artistic shootings.
2: <laughs> they're very much they well, they do appear on TikToks from time to time. So <laughs> yes. yes. So
0: Yeah. They're performative shootings, really. <laughs> it's cosmically performative, I guess you mm-hmm. could say. Anyway, so he buys out that property, and it's above the Log Caves. So now they own the top rights and the Mm. bottom. They're tops and (laughs) (laughs) bottoms. William's a top and a bottom kind of guy. In 1864, then, William completes construction on a new brewery at Cherokee and Carondelet, which is the first building of the the brewery as you know it today with the big Mm. limp. Um, mm-hmm. There's still, there's still just folks, the few of you who are not from St. Louis listening to this podcast. Yep. <laughs> there, the some parts of the Lemp Brewery still stand today, including part uh, that with the big smokestack that has still has the name Lemp uh, big on the uh, on the smokestack. Mm-hmm. So that's what William builds, and this new brewery continues to expand. His business continues to grow, and it eventually covers all five of those city blocks. Wow! So suddenly, Lemp is like the name in St. Louis beer. And Anheuser-Busch is nothing at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, let's see. They keep growing. They introduced the Falstaff beer, which is a huge success, like global success. And soon Lemp is the largest single owner brewery outside of New York. Wow. William is very good at this. Yeah, clearly. (laughs) In 1878, he installs the first refrigeration machine in an American brewery. Oh yes indeed
2: ready to come out of the cave
0: <laughs> it's just so sad down here <laughs> I'm so sad and lonely and he, he saw his refrigeration and he's like well this worked pretty well we should do mm-hmm. this with railway cars and so he did he was one of the first people to ever refrigerate a railway car huh. and therefore Lemp Beer becomes the first US beer with a national reach it's the first wow. beer to be shipped in owned railroad cars so now they're shipping this all over the country. Um, so it's really hard to overstate just how big Lent Brewery is. It's insane. The success they're having is crazy. Um, so they're having nothing but success. Now, William uh, meets a woman named Julia, something. They meet. They fall in love. They get married. They have nine children. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's a lot. Goodness, It's a lot. Uh, of those nine, eight of them lived, which is hmm. pretty good.
2: Well, yeah. yeah. all the money in the world. and
0: Yeah, it helps. You figure out refrigeration. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Six of them yeah. lived warm yeah. lives. Two of them lived <laughs> very cold lives. <laughs> but we count it. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and their names were Anna, William Jr., Lewis, Charles, Frederick, Holda. Is that right? I guess so. Yeah. Holda. Holda. Hold on, my beer. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Edwin and Elsa. Hmm. So, all of the boys are trained in beer making, of course, but it's not actually firstborn William Jr., who is the favorite to take over the brewery. Um, William's uh, heir apparent is actually their fourth son, Frederick. Ah. He's the pride and joy. He's a sweet baby boy. Frederick was born in 1873, and William started grooming him basically right away to take over the brewery um, right from a pretty young age,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, which was a whole bunch of wasted time because on December 12th, 1901, Frederick dies of heart failure. <laughs> At what age? Uh, he was, gosh, he was 28. Oh, man. So Goodness. Not not heart failure, not typical heart failure age. Right, of course. Um, and some people will say this is the true first ghost tragedy, the ghost-worthy tragedy of the Lemp family. Mm-hmm. This is the one that's going to anchor mm-hmm. all the following tragedies. Mm-hmm. But uh, I suggest that maybe it was kind of a, a thing, a Lemp family tradition to to engage mm-hmm. in tragedy of this sort. Yeah,
2: but it, but it, but really, if this is the beginning of the tragedy, what what sort of brings it on? I, I mean, I, I I don't hear a whole lot of well. This is a
0: good so. There are there are some who have suggested uh, that the house that they are living in is haunted, is the is cursed. Mm-hmm. I should say. Now mm-hmm. there's no one, no one is there to say why the house might be cursed. Mm-hmm. It certainly would stand a reason the house is cursed.
2: Yeah. Now it looks super fucking cursed. Yeah. But that's also kind of their aesthetic, right? Yes. Now, so.
0: <laughs> that's that's that's. They uh, make money off curse. Yes. Now. That's called entrepreneurship, friend. Um, I have a theory. Do you want to hear it? Please. My theory is it's. It's not impossible. I wouldn't say I would like necessarily subscribe mm-hmm. to this theory, but I will say it's not mm-hmm. impossible that the caves underneath mm-hmm. were at some point during this whole process, mm-hmm. either important to indigenous Americans. I was going to say Indian burial ground caves could yes. it possibly okay. be, or mm-hmm. also not impossible part of the underground railroad during the 1860s, 1870s. Okay. Not impossible. Right. Not impossible. What?
2: I'm I'm trying to figure out how how the Lemp family the Lemp because family.
0: If like, the, no, because if the, LEMPs go down into their cave and they're like, What are you doing here? They probably Oh, uh, okay. They, yeah. That was that was an eviction. <laughs> Best case scenario. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I think something in the caves has mm. has has doomed this household. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. Yep. I'm gonna probably I'm Indian gonna go Indian
2: burial yes. caves. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm. I'm imagining they're like expanding into a new area of the cave. They haven't expanded into before, and they pull a rock back, and there's like a stone face, and they're like, "Fuck this, goes, get this psh- thing
3: out ah! of the way."
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I've seen Indiana Jones where the skeleton. There's a the sound effect is a scream, but you're like, "Wait a minute, why does yeah. a skeleton scream?" That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that's just <laughs> yeah. huh. that's just George Lucas doing his thing. Um, but yeah, I think, I think there's, I think there's a good, there's a good, there's a good chance that there's some, they've disturbed something down there mm-hmm. in the caves. So anyway, Frederick dies at 28 and William, is, William senior, he's devastated. This was his best son. So mm-hmm. he's very, he's very
2: sad about this.
1: <laughs>
2: I made many a fail son and one good son.
0: <laughs> and that one is dead. I like to think this is how my parents would feel if I had died young. Mm-hmm. I was their best son. Um, hundred percent.
2: 100%. I mean, you're... Hmm. Okay, yes. Yeah. Yes. Arguably, though, you're also their worst son.
0: No. Only best. Oh, yeah. No, I think you're the worst son, too. Well, I mean, you're playing <laughs> the numbers here, but what I'm saying is... What I'm saying is they finally got a son, mm. and they were like, we did it. This is the best one. This mm-hmm. is the best son. Mm-hmm. Can't get better mm-hmm. than this son. We're going to stop. So they didn't even bother mm-hmm. going further. That's what right. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, best son. And... Uh like my parents would do if they lost me, William Sr becomes very withdrawn. He's not seen much in public anymore. Is your bathroom okay? It's louder than ever today.
2: <laughs> it's I don't know what's going on with it. It's doing a lot of work right yeah, now. Yeah, sure is. that much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Someone's taking a shower in that toilet. There she goes. It's gone. <laughs> so William Sr becomes withdrawn. He's not much uh, he's not seen in public much anymore. Uh, and then on January first, nineteen oh four, Frederick Pabst dies. Pabst of the oh. Pabst Blue Ribbon fame, mm-hmm.
2: old PBR. Yes. So mm.
0: Frederick Pabst was William's best friend, and it's worth oh, noting too. So William actually, so he he mentored Frederick Pabst. He also mentored. I think it was either him or his his son William Jr. One of the one of the Williams mm. mentored uh, Anheuser and Bush, mm. and like kind of helped them get their start. Now that's going to mm-hmm. prove to be a mistake. Yep. Because they are going to eat his lunch. <laughs> also mentor for um, um
2: uh, uh, Johann von Schlitz. <laughs> yes. And, and also
0: yeah. uh Air prohibition, I think yeah. really really fed that guy. <laughs>
2: uh, Eric von Coors light. I don't know who that guy is, but
0: probably shouldn't have talked to him so much. <laughs> so so his his son Frederick dies and then his friend Frederick Paps dies, and so w- Williams losing all his Fredericks, mm-hmm. all his Fredericks are just gone. And <laughs> <laughs> his physical and mental health they continue to decline. And then six weeks after Pabst's death, uh, on February 13th, 1904, William takes a Smith and Wesson 38 caliber gun into his home office and shoots himself in the head.
2: Oh my gosh! Right before the World's Fair, too. What a killjoy. <laughs> Well. <laughs> I mean, it was a festive time. You know, he was he was on top of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he was probably going to sell a whole bunch of beer. I don't think he thought about that. It's so, it's
0: like, did you not think about that? What are you doing, you idiot? Yeah. <laughs> gonna... yeah. There's so much money to be made. Put the gun down. So dumb. So dumb. Oh. Goodness. Um, you anyway, know, so he died mm-hmm. from that. And then so so that's not good. And then in November 1904, his oldest son, William Jr finally takes mm-hmm. over as president of Lent Brewing. Mm-hmm. Now, William Jr., of course, inherits quite a fortune from his mm-hmm. father. William Jr.
2: also famously was passed over several times. <laughs> so that, you know, the 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 fourth son was actually chosen to be the heir, yeah. which means he was... Probably not the cream of the crop. <laughs> well,
0: and we'll talk about this a little bit later. But um, <laughs> some of the, so a couple of the kids I don't know anything about. Lewis and and Hulda, uh, I never, uh, I didn't get any info on. But Charles is one of the sons, and mm-hmm. Edwin is the other son. They both left the company at an early age. They were like, I don't want to do this. We're going to separate ourselves from the family. So I mean, William is <laughs> literally the only male left in the family to take this over.
2: To take over, like, one of the biggest businesses in the country. Yeah, and it
0: still takes point. 11 months before they're like, okay, you can be president. <laughs>
2: <That's-> <laughs> We're going
0: to let this thing coast, see if your dad was going to come back as maybe a zombie <laughs> or something like that. Um. So, so he, inherits a, he inherits a fortune, and then he, William Jr., and his wife, Lillian, they get busy spending that fortune. Mm. They're going to live it up. They hire a ton of servants. They fill the house with servants just
2: chock a block with servants
0: chest to back throughout the house stuffed stuffed in there you open a window servants fall out you gotta stuff them back in there (laughs) close a window (laughs) and they start buying fancy carriages which i think is so it's i was like fancy carriages but of course that's like buying a fancy car right they have like sure yeah of course all these carriages (laughs) fancy clothes and a lot of high-priced art they're just spending so much money lillian becomes known locally as the lavender lady because she would always dress in lavender some mm-hmm. signature color. Mm-hmm. She even had the harnesses of her carriage horses dyed lavender. Wow. That's her whole thing.
3: Ooh.
0: Uh William Jr. and Lillian, they have one son together. Now they got they broke away a little bit. They got pretty creative with his name. They mm-hmm. named him William the <laughs> Third.
1: <laughs> uh.
0: Now it's not long before William Jr. starts to get a little tired of Lillian.
2: Hmm. The, the, that other family tradition. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so he moves back to Germany uh, to start another rock cellar. So. And that's how Guinness Brewery ends up being born. And The next generation goes to uh, Ireland and that's it. Uh, and they just ping pong around the country generation after generation to starting very successful breweries on every continent to get away from their wives. <laughs> So he's tired of Lillian. He just wants her out of the house. He just wants to be left alone. And so he so, he so much wants her out of his hair. Eventually, he gives her a daily allowance of $1,000. This is 19, like 1907. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Every day. Here's a $1,000, but there's a catch. Mm. She will only continue to get a thousand dollars every day if she goes out and spends the full thousand every day.
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> what kind of what kind of fucking
2: what kind of fucking romantic comedy is he trying to trying to, to alter
0: here? That's what you do if you got Joe Buck money. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So so she's out every day, like all day long, shopping mm. and. Mm-hmm. Eventually you gotta like she must run out of things to spend like this is a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. back then. Be,
2: yeah especially in St. Louis. Like, I'm not entirely <laughs> sure what there is to buy. I don't in know St. what St. I would do a thousand
0: dollars a day now in St. Louis.
2: Yeah. <laughs> just buy a carriage, throw it in the river, go to bed. <laughs> buy a carriage, throw it in the river, go to bed.
0: So she's out there just frantically trying to spend a thousand dollars every day, <laughs> or else she'll never get allowance again. So this keeps her very busy and out of the house, which is exactly William's goal. <clears> mm-hmm. So he spends his free time sleeping with other women. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, and he starts also throwing some really lavish parties in the caves beneath the mansion. Mm-hmm. He would invite a bunch of friends over, and they would start off in the house. They would play pool. They would go swimming in the pool. They would, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and they would go, they would eventually go down to the caves. And in the caves is where William would invite the prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, there was also just so much free beer. True. Yeah. Uh, did I mention William Junior is an alcoholic?
2: Mm, I mean, that's, does it, it surprise like you a, to learn like, that William
0: Junior is an alcoholic? <laughs> I mean, with, un- with access to
2: unlimited money, alcohol, and prostitutes, apparently, along with caves, yeah, uh, is not well.
0: Oh, he's well. He's an absolute blast. I mean, there was <laughs> some line in one of the articles I read that was like. His friends had nothing but great things to say about him. Like, yeah, of course they did. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It would be amazing. Yeah. Your best friend's like the great Gatsby. Yeah. <laughs> of course you're going to be having a great time. Um, so he's living it up. But one of the problems with living it up in that manner is that if you're sleeping mm-hmm. with that many women, mm-hmm. you're rolling the dice in the time. And yeah. something bad's going to happen. Mm-hmm. In this case, it was that he got one of them pregnant. Hmm. So he fathers a son, a male child, with one of his uh, one of his dalliances. Friends. Sure, <laughs> I want to be respectful of sex work here, but um, so yes, that's good. And then this child is born, and this is incredibly embarrassing for the Lamp family. Because they're a well-respected family. Now, it's obviously oh, clearly it's not a yeah, yeah, it's not a secret that William is <laughs> throwing these debaucherous parties in the fucking <laughs> caves beneath his house. Um, but we must uh, keep up appearances.
1: It,
2: mm-hmm. It is hilarious to me, like, how much of the Lemp family's behavior the the Bush family clearly learns. Yeah, well... And just, like, continues to emulate through the 20th century. Did
0: I I tell you they were mentors? Because they they took Mm -hmm. notes on everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the beer-making stuff. We got it. Write it down. I want to know more about what we do in the caves. (laughs) So so William Jr. has this, this illegitimate son. It's embarrassing publicly for the Lemp family. And William says, well, don't... Everyone... I will fix it. And I want to interject here. I I don't know I don't know at what point this became a thing. The thing I'm about to say became mm-hmm. I don't know if it was while this person was alive or if this is like part of the ghost legend after the fact, but uh this this illegitimate child eventually at some point becomes known as the monkey-faced boy. Oh okay and i could not figure out why specifically so i you know do your own research folks but
2: uh i know how how i will make this child illegitimate and untraceable i will give him a terrible silly name yes that didn't help
0: his whole situation there was one article that suggested he may have had down syndrome which makes that i somehow much even i didn't think it could get worse very much worse Yeah. yeah You're like, that's that, that's that's the thing, it doesn't get worse. And then you hear that and you think, eh, mm-hmm. no, it got a lot worse. Yeah, got worse. a lot, yeah. got a lot worse. Uh but the worst thing yet is that William Jr. solves this problem, quote unquote, of this child mm-hmm. by uh setting him up in the attic with his own bedroom and does not let him out of the attic ever. Oh, that's not great. No, I would I mean, say it's pretty bad. I mean, the caves are right there. I figure a cave would you rather live in cave or attic? Ooh, mm. here's what I'll say. Attic mm. smaller, mm-hmm. but sunlight sometimes. Crave big True. zero sunlight, mm. possibly lots yes. of consumption. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're pasty. yeah um, everything's wet, including you all the time. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. Um, but for some reason, prostitutes are down there, so I don't really know and lots of free beer. So yeah. <laughs> um, you could spend a lot of time locked in an attic by yourself. And I think you'd probably die waiting for prostitute just to fall out of the sky. That's so. true.
0: And if you go in the basement, you'll see your mom every once in a while. <laughs> that's, and that's true. Nice.
2: <laughs> you're not. <it's>, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have to wait a few minutes
0: to talk to her, but <laughs> she um, will be busy for about know, three and a half yeah. minutes tops. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, then she's all yours. <laughs> 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 Boy, so caves, caves, so caves. Is what I'm okay, boy. you're going. To, oh, yeah. Okay, solid caves. Good, 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 good. No questions. So this the this kid spends his entire life in the attic. He would eventually die in his 30s, having never left the mansion.
1: Oh goodness!
0: Just uh, we're not done with the story yet, but just a little precursor. Mm. So his that 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 person's body is buried in the Lemp Cemetery plot. With the rest of the family, however, mm. he is just um, buried. Uh, some of them, a lot of them, are in the mausoleum. He is not. He's just in the ground like a normal, uh, normal schlub, and his grave marker just says "Lemp." Hmm. That's, well. that's that's tough. Accurate could be worse. Accurate but tough could be worse. Could be worse. Could say "monkey face boy." <laughs> could say, it's, that is worse? Yeah, it is worse. <laughs> Anyway, so before all that happens, by 1908, Lillian has had enough of William Junior shit. <laughs> She's like, I, this, is, this is not going to keep going.
2: You'll be stunned to learn that she is not <laughs> down with all of this.
0: So she files for divorce, which is pretty mm-hmm. rare, actually, at this point, for a woman to file divorce from her husband, especially someone who is, like, mm-hmm. as wealthy and powerful as, as him. Right. But she is like, this, I cannot. I'm, I'm done with this. So this goes to trial. Uh, many people speak out against William at the trial, actually. They accuse him of hmm. quote violence, drunkenness, atheism, and hmm. cruelty. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: <laughs> so, so the judge is like, "This guy, this guy does suck." You're right. Mm-hmm. Don't like him very yep. much. Even so, Lillian almost loses custody of William the. What did I say? this right. Even so, Lillian almost loses custody William the third. Mm-hmm. Because William Jr. produced one single photograph of her, Lillian, smoking mm-hmm. a cigarette. Oh. And the judge said, excuse me, madam. <laughs> and really, this became a huge point of contention. Like, she almost lost the whole the whole custody case. Because mm-hmm. even though everyone agreed William is violent, mm-hmm. drunk, right. <laughs> atheist, and mm-hmm. cruel, mm-hmm. Uh, she did once smoke a cigarette. And mm-hmm. that's uh, morally unacceptable. Mm-hmm. That's so stupid. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. <laughs> so anyway, so they get divorced. She does get um, custody of William the mm-hmm. Third. Meanwhile, this is going to shock you. The brewery is in a bit of a decline. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money's being spent on river carriages, uh, <laughs> illegitimate children, <laughs> attic maintenance uh and divorce uh, all the beer is porn straight into the caves yeah so it's not going great and a group of st louis competitors all get together and again uh william senior had had kind of mentored a lot of these folks they all get together yeah. and they say you know what we should do if we formed one huge collective we could run mm-hmm. limp out of business and they do and they do <laughs> and they start, they form a collective. They start eating into Lemp's market share in a big way. And William is not good at managing stuff. Clearly. <laughs> so yep. uh, on top of everything else. He didn't keep up with equipment. So all the equipment is now getting old. It's failing. It's not working very well. It's, you know, the quality of the beer is going down a little bit. Things start falling apart. And then in 1919, our friend Prohibition comes rolling down the tracks. Mm. <laughs> Uh, William thought he could grease the palms of some congressman to make that go away. That did not work. (laughs) 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 And when it became very clear that was not going to work, William said, well, we're closed. So he calls it quits one day. doesn't tell anybody. He just says, we're not, I guess we're done with this. And so all the workers come to the factory one day and just find the gates locked. And that's how they learn that they no longer are employed by Lent Brewery. Wow. Things get worse from there. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> how
2: do they get worse from here?
1: <laughs>
2: I mean, he's still got a lot of money, I would imagine. But, yeah, I can't imagine things really have a whole lot kind of at the bottom of the, yeah. bottom of the beer
0: barrel here. Yeah, we'll right? talk. I mean, we're, we're – <clears throat> yeah, well, we'll see. So <laughs> – the next year, on March 20th, 1920, uh, one of William's sisters, Elsa, the youngest, the youngest daughter of, of, William, uh, of William Sr., she also shoots herself while she's in bed. Ooh. Ooh. She had been through, she married someone. They had a rocky marriage. They got divorced, but then they got remarried. But then, like, very shortly after they got remarried, she was in bed one morning, and she pulled a 38 caliber gun, just like her dad, and mm-hmm. shot herself, I think, in the chest. Bed, which is that's tough. Ugh. That's a tough way to go. So, William Jr. starts selling off pieces of the brewery um, because what else is going to do? So, Lemp is yep. officially, finally, once and for all, closed for business. William falls into a pretty deep depression. And much like his father, he starts acting more and more erratic. He becomes withdrawn, he's very rarely seen in public. On December 29th, 1922, William Jr. locks himself in his office, which is indeed the same room where his father had taken his own life, and William pulls a thirty eight caliber Smith and Wesson and shoots himself in the head. Hmm. Die, and dies. And, yeah, and, and dies, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Successfully, I guess, uh, does that. <laughs> so now we're down to three, we We're up to three, I should say, uh, Lemp's mm-hmm. down to suicide, plus Frederick, who uh, was early heart failure. Mm-hmm. William III, then, would eventually die of heart failure at the age of 42. Choo. Also pretty Goodness. young for heart failure. Yeah. I told myself, knocking on wood, staring down the barrel of <laughs> was
1: Extremely 41. young, even in those days. Really. <laughs> he was probably still really handsome, yeah. too, I yeah. think. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: now, William Jr.'s brothers, Charles and Edwin, Now you do have another brother, which, again, I don't know what happened to the other brother he probably also died at some point but charles and edwin mm. had both left the family business as i said earlier uh edwin mm. entered a life of seclusion at his estate in kirkwood oh you know kirkwood that's right i by do you. it's, it's not- right, down uh, yeah. right down the street right down the street Right down the street kirkwood's nice mm. huh oh it's
2: very funny yeah i don't know where he lived over there
0: doesn't but- matter but they're all nice. good they're all good places yeah <laughs> Stop eating crackers. <laughs> <laughs> when you have a coughing fit, I get a free cheese. Like you don't ask if I'm okay. You just uh, eat cheese. Oh, it's instead. I saw an opportunity. I took it. Uh, can't blame. Me. Can't fault you there. <laughs> mm.
2: Mm. It's exactly what somebody would do if they were the spokesman for America's next great Chris. I hate this. You're just monetizing this in the wrong way. <laughs> the savorites family size baked Savoritz? cheese. Favorites. I, I I don't make the names. I just make the money. <laughs> I have to start all over now. The favorites, family size, baked cheese, original cracker, one hundred percent real cheese. It's different every time you read the box.
0: I don't. Is, I, that, this, is it's that a, a function I, of you or of the box?
2: There's been a there's been a few
0: there's been a few piggybacks <clears throat> dropped back. Fair enough. All right. So where are we? So Edwin is in Kirkwood. It's a great spot mm-hmm. to be. Charles, uh, eventually, though, he he steps away to, I think, do banking for a while. But after all of his family members uh, commit suicide, <laughs> he eventually remodels the family mansion and he moves in. He lived mm-hmm. there pretty modestly. He had two servants mm-hmm. and uh, he also lived with the monkey face boy. Mm-hmm. And just to be clear, still. Yeah, he's so at this point, he's still there. Right. Still in the attic. Uh, yeah, I, well, I think Charles actually let him out of the attic. <laughs> I, but he, so I think he let him just kind of exist uh, in the house, Rome? but he, uh, I- sure. Gray's. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't
2: know. I, I think I'm, t- I don't I know. Think I just want to, I want to get past the monkey face boy. Yeah, at this point. boy. Yeah, I sure do. I, I don't,
0: there any, I don't, I'm sure he had a name, but there's, I couldn't find yep. it. So, um, oh, boy, yeah, it's uncomfortable, isn't it? So... They're all living there. Mm. But the house starts affecting Charles kind of strangely. Mm. Not long after he moves in, he starts acting different. He suddenly, and he's not a young man. He's, you know, he's, he's, he's up there. He's probably in his 40s or 50s now. Mm. Once he moves in, he starts becoming morbidly afraid of germs. Hmm, okay. He takes on a whole lot of obsessive-compulsive behaviors. He wears gloves now constantly. He wears them to bed. Okay. He wears them mm-hmm. in the bath. He wears them everywhere. <laughs> he does not take off his gloves. I'll tell you, wearing gloves
2: in the bath, that's not going to help with the germs. No. That's going to make it no, a million times worse. I don't think he knows worse. that, though. So
0: bad. Yeah. But it now my hands feel like the caves do, and I like that. Yeah. That reminds me of cave.
2: <laughs> I should return to them. Yes, I should return to the caves.
0: My hands are limestone now. Yeah. Yes, So he's constantly washing his hands and sometimes washing his hands with gloves on. (laughs) So he's doing great. Mm -hmm. Um, And then at some point, uh, the illegitimate child dies during this period while Charles Mm -hmm. is going slowly insane. (laughs) And they bury him out uh, with the limping. And then on May 10th, 1949, now we're in 49, Mm -hmm. Charles takes his dog, a Doberman Pinscher, into the basement of the mansion and shoots it. The dog. Yes. Okay. Then Charles walks back up to his room on the second floor, mm-hmm. and then he shoots himself. Oh. So he is. That's such a shame. The fourth.
2: I mean, at least he didn't. At least he didn't make the dog watch. That'd be that'd be the, that'd be the I, cruelest way to do it. Can
0: I tell you something yep. terrible that I learned about the dog? Mm-hmm. So I want to share it with you two now. This is upsetting, mm-hmm. especially if you are a huge dog fan. So, I will encourage uh, anyone who doesn't want to hear this to skip ahead 30 seconds. You've been warned. Mm-hmm. So, uh, word on the street is he shot the Doberman in the basement, but the dog was found on the stairwell. Oh, oh it's tough. That's tough. He's a terrible shot. Yeah. That's the big
2: problem. Yeah. Here.
0: <laughs> I think that's, I mean- <laughs> that's the worst part of the whole thing, obviously. <laughs>
2: Although, really, if you go all the way down in the basement and you take a shot at the Doberman and you don't kill it, that Doberman's probably like, now we're both going upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> and one of us isn't coming back.
0: I may die on that stairwell, but oh boy, yeah. if I don't. <laughs> it was really strange. They actually
2: found powder burns on the dog's paw. It was very odd. I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 anyway, welcome back, everybody.
3: <laughs> Don't be fooled Sorry by the the you missed something. Yeah, it was horrible. very morbid, very. <laughs> you do not want to go back. No, you do not. <laughs>
0: uh, so, of all the children of William Lemp <laughs> only Edwin seems to have survived uh, through the tragedies. Again, there's a couple mm-hmm. of kids unaccounted for in there, um, mm-hmm. but I assume they had tragic ends as well. So Edwin's the only one who makes it out alive. He ends up, and he's, you know, again, he's the only one who who left the family and then did not go back. So mm-hmm. he left the house at a pretty young age, didn't go back. He lived seclusion in Kirkwood. And he's fine. He lives out his natural life. He dies at the age of 90 of natural causes in 1970. Ooh. Wow. Good for him. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Edwin's last command to his butler was that mm-hmm. the butler burn All of the Lemp family documents, paintings, and
2: artifacts. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck all those guys. Yep, and the butler
0: did, and there is nothing left. Wow. This entire dynasty that is one Mm -hmm. of the most important families in St. Louis history, Mm -hmm. and arguably in American history, Mm -hmm. no records, gone. Everything burned to ash.
2: Now does someone have record of him asking the butler to do this? I think the
0: butler they asked the butler, "Hey, what are you doing?" Yeah. And he was like, "I <laughs> Oh, master's told me to destroy all records of told me all to proceedings." All the records. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He also asked me to burn him in the pit. It was a very odd request, <laughs> but I am
0: He also told me if anyone questioned me about that I should burn them. I'm uh, I'm yeah.
1: sorry, but please lie
0: down here. <laughs> And so the butler does. It. So with Edwin's death, the entire Lamp bloodline ends. All of the children are dead. All of the grandchildren are dead. Everyone is dead. Edwin is dead. There's no one left. The entire bloodline is gone. Mm. Uh, their legacy is an abandoned factory, one mansion, and a pile of ashes. And one... Oddly satisfied. (laughs) Nobody asks any questions. I don't know. Move to uh, this says the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's Mm -hmm. weird.
2: And then slowly he takes off a mask revealing
0: the monkey (laughs) face. God, that would be great. (laughs) And the monkey face boy (laughs) takes off a mask. Yeah. It's me, Benoit Blanc. Hey, everybody! It was me the whole time, and I—I solved this mystery by also causing this mystery. Yep.
2: <laughs> Turns out, the hole in the hole in the donut was me
0: all along. Uh, so, so, uh, so the family's all dead. After Charles shot himself, the mansion was turned into a boarding house. Residents of that boarding house complained quite often of ghostly knocks and phantom footsteps hauntings were so common that it soon became pretty difficult to find people to actually board in this house. People are like, I don't think so. <laughs> just, I've heard all this, I don't think so. <laughs> it's St. Louis in January.
2: I will take my chances on the street. actually. I
0: think it'll be okay. <laughs> I will dive into the Mississippi River. I think yep. I'll be fine
2: there. <laughs> Cherokee is lovely this time of year. I think I will just sleep on the
0: sidewalk. <laughs> I will live in this McDonald's on a riverboat in the Mississippi.
1: <laughs>
0: should be so lucky. I wonder what year that became a thing i went to it when i was a kid I, so did it must, too. I mean
2: it was around in the 80s at least yeah but. I, I
0: don't know uh anyway so the mansion basically becomes a flop house because they can't find you know folks of you know of repute to stay there mm-hmm. but uh mm-hmm. you know some folks will live anywhere doesn't matter how on it is sure if you're hard up the iller the repute the better that's right <laughs> so so it becomes a flop house but in 1975 the mansion uh which is starting to fall apart now it's finally saved by a man named Dick Pointer. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. At some point you got to go by rich, you know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <clears throat> so Dick Pointer uh buys <laughs> and- he buys and renovates the mansion and he Mm -hmm. turns it into a restaurant and inn. now workers during the restoration they start to get freaked out too because they it's like days before they start telling stories of ghostly apparitions they start seeing ghosts around the the building they hear Mm -hmm. a lot of strange sounds and this is going to shock you they notice a lot of orbs nope Oh, I thought it was me floating. Nope, horse. you're on the right track. Mm-hmm. Vanishing tools. <laughs> I swear to God, every God. time there is a they renovation, tools, it's tool play. <laughs> Yo. It's tool play.
1: <laughs>
0: Amazing. Uh, so many of the workers, actually, they were so scared, they walked off the job and never came back. So it Mm. so was 1975. It takes a lot longer than they anticipated to renovate the house because all these workers kept leaving because they're like, fuck no. This place is haunted. I am not doing this job. But eventually they they get it all done and the restaurant opens and immediately staff members also are like, this place is fucking haunted. (laughs) They start seeing ghosts. Glasses would lift themselves off the bar. They would fly through the air all on their own. Doors would lock and unlock by themselves hmm. and the piano would, and still to this day does continue to play when no one is even near it. Ooh. Uh As you know, Pat, the, uh, the mansion itself <gasps> is still a restaurant and inn. Mm-hmm. So I did not do a haunted thing, but um, we did go a few years ago. We went to, we had a family. I think it was a, it was, uh, there was some, one of my cousins got married and there were, I think the, the rehearsal dinner was mm-hmm. there. hmm And it was great. Food was great. Staff was wonderful. It's a very beautiful house. Also, it is creepy. There's something about the house that is very off in a way that I can't really put my finger on. Mm. It's weird. Yeah.
2: yeah. It it has a lot of, like, the the classic haunted house, like, black and red interior motif, which is supposed to be, you know, kind of, ooh, we're very spooky. But it's also just, like, very eerie yeah and the way it's laid out it's not like
0: made to look like that like it's not made Mm -hmm. it's not made after the fact to look like it's scary it's Mm -hmm. it's just kept up yeah like it's made to look like it was in the time so it's 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 original it's i don't know it's weird but anyway so so the place is still haunted of course and it's still open uh the attic is one of the most haunted areas of the house today it said the ghost of the monkey face boy still haunts that room his face can regularly be seen from the street below People walking by will look up to the attic and see uh, a boy looking down at them. And this is a very popular spot for ghost uh, investigators. And a lot of times they will, if they go into the attic, they'll leave toys there for the monkey-faced boy. Mm -hmm. And they will draw chalk circles around the toys they leave, just to kind of mark their places. Mm -hmm. And the next morning when they go in to check, almost always the toys have been moved and uh, moved (sighs) across the room. Ooh, goodness. The ghost William Jr. likes to haunt one of the women's restrooms.
1: (laughs) A little stinker. If Chuck Berry can do it, so can I. (laughs)
0: In William Lemp Sr.'s room, which which was his office, I guess, uh, which is now a guest room, guests Hmm. staying there will often report the sound of someone running up the stairs and then trying to kick in the door.
1: (laughs)
2: I mean, in that area of St. Louis.
0: Eh. <laughs> you might want to look at the people. That might be. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> You may want to just, you know, dial 9-1 just and then then,
1: take a yeah, and then look out and see. Just in case.
0: But when William Sr. shot himself, uh, apparently William Jr. had done just that. He had run up the stairs and then he had to kick in the door to reach his father. Mm. And so the ghost of William Jr. Will do that today. And really, I think this is to me actually thinking about this is very terrifying because someone oh, kicking yeah. your door. That's a fucking yeah. door jam, rattling, <laughs> terrifying thing. Especially
2: hearing them running the whole oh, way.
0: Oh God. You know, oh, hearing like, it coming uh, is bad. Like, like I hope you're not coming to this room.
2: I hope you're not coming to this room. Oh, it, oh God. Coming to this room totally.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm out the window. Bye. Uh, what else? So the doors leading to the caves below the house are known as the gates of hell. Because apparently down in the caves, you can hear disembodied voices just screaming in the dark. Uh, so it is, like we said, a restaurant in still today. You can book a room there if you want. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I wouldn't do it. You could. <laughs> if you want to. It, <laughs> it's your money. It's a, <laughs> uh, one of the radio stations in St. Louis, I don't know which one, but when I, I think I was in, I don't know if I was in high school or, or undergrad. But they did a, like a one Halloween, one of the radio stations did a sleepover in the attic like a ghost hunt oh. and they play, they were like, they were live and you would like check in with them every mm-hmm. once in a while. Yeah. And what I will say is this, I listened to, to a lot of that recording uh, live on the air and the audio is pretty wild. Like you could hear some, someone somewhere was screaming and you could hear like a lot of like knocks and like thumps and stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, it's radio. So, uh, you know, who can tell for sure, but yeah, um, I'll tell you this: the anchor, the radio, the news anchors sounded very scared. <laughs> if it was a setup, no one told them. I think because they it was it was pretty good, so uh, they were certainly convinced that it was that it was ghosts. And I, you know, certainly don't know any better. Um, but as you have noted, Pat, they also have turned the basement into a haunted house experience. The caves down mm-hmm. there. Do you want to do you want to speak any more to your experience down there?
2: Ah, uh, I mean it's it's a. It's your kind of typical haunted house, you know, kind of like a labyrinthine um, uh, maze you have to make your way through, except that the ceilings are about six feet tall and made of stone, which is pretty intimidating, I would say, you know, being right about that height and kind of always feeling compressed. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Amy and I went through there, and um, uh, whenever we went through the very first uh Actor, I guess you would say. Okay, what, sure. what would you call the, the the person working the haunted house? An actor? Uh, fucking weirdo? Yeah, the weirdo yeah. Working, the very first weirdo. <laughs> fucking Carney. Uh, Ghost Carney. Ghost Carney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gra- grabbed onto Amy and screamed, "Got you, mommy!" Oh, and then I like the that. The entire the entire rest of the uh, <laughs> trip through the haunted house, he would pop up three or four other times from shadows and grab Amy and scream, "Got you, mommy!" I don't like that Which at all? Is,
0: that is. First of all, you're not supposed to touch the people walking through. Eh, it's all in good fun.
2: It's all in good
0: fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He used to grab her swimsuit area and say, gotcha, mommy. And it's fine. <laughs> uh, and how did she feel about that? I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't even know if that
2: guy worked there, honestly. Now that I'm
0: thinking of it. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. It was William.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he was in a McDonald's
0: uniform. I know what that was all about. <laughs> <laughs> Just coming off the riverboat. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was one of the articles I read that was like, you know, the, the haunted house thing is really interesting because it's the normal trappings of a haunted house, like people in costumes mm-hmm. and, you know, kind mm-hmm. of lights and stuff and just like the normal kind of like jump scare stuff. But also you're in the mm-hmm. setting that is an actual limestone yeah. cave that used to be like, right. this, you know, this loggering cave. And it's just like the other haunted houses that try to look scary. Mm-hmm. This one is yeah. just fucking scary because it's, yeah that's what it is.
2: Well, and in the, in the fact that it's very cold when you go down there. It's that, that's it's a very eerie. I mean, it smells wet and dank, and it's very cold. It's it, it, it immediately very. Uh, it smells like uh, it smells like you experience. know like,
0: like someone like Charles's hands after the in the gloves and the the bathing the mm-hmm. gloves. That's what it smells. Mm-hmm. The inside of the glove after the after a bath. It,
3: it's, yes, yeah, that's what you're that smelling, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually what they call the John. That's they call the in- the, the gloves. Glove. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So that is the story of the Lent Mansion. This uh, is kind of St. Louis, legendary St. Louis uh, beer dynasty that um, is famously haunted. But the the history is pretty interesting. Did you know how much of that history did you know? The family history?
2: Oh, maybe two percent.
0: Yeah, at the yeah, it's wild, right? yeah, it's wild, right? It's wild. Your whole life yeah. knowing that it's haunted, but not really. Mm-hmm. No one talks about it. Probably bad luck to talk about it. And now we've done it. Now we've it unleashed it. Out. Yep. On mm-hmm. well, you're in St. Louis, so uh,
3: <laughs> this is on you,
0: friend. <clears throat> Chicago doesn't recognize St. Louis or its ghosts, so I'm safe. But you, you're in real trouble. And that is a story that I mentioned. If you go check it out, let us know and uh, let us know how you die there, because that's going to be your ending. Because it's it's legit one of the most haunted places in in the world. And Patrick's Toilet agrees. Thank you, Patrick's Toilet. (laughs) Most haunted place in my basement is right there. Is This a Ghost is a production of Smith Show Media. All the notes are taken by me, Clayton Smith. All the funny jokes are from Patrick Dean. Our video editor is Jen Swanson. Our audio editor is Jeremy Montoya. Thank you so much to both of them. Our social media editor. Oh, by the way. What? Yeah, I forgot. We, who else did you trick into this shit? I, it was a total accident. I All I did was check my email. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I had an email from uh, from a listener who said, hey, I, I am sort of recent to the show, but I love it. And I've been catching up. And, uh, I'm at, he, she was at whatever, whatever episode that we made the joke about finding someone to do our social media. And she said, I don't know. I know this is kind of an old episode, but if you are still looking for someone to do that, I would love to do that. So, um, so we're, I, it's, I, it's so weird. So we have now in, in the best way possible, mm-hmm. we now have uh, a non staff bigger. That's more than we are. <laughs> we- <laughs>
3: <laughs> we're
0: somehow in the minority on our own show I'm really stunned by this yes um, ecstatic. it's it's wild and we're so grateful so uh so Kai is starting uh, this week basically she's kind of uh, diving in and just giving a lay of the land so Kai's gonna mm-hmm. help out and I you know now that I'm saying it out loud I am realizing I've only um, seen her name in in email form and haven't heard her pronounce it so uh if hey kai you're probably listening if i'm pronouncing this wrong i'm so sorry just let me know but uh kai Valanis, thank you so much for uh coming on as our social media manager i'm gonna have to add another name to this list of uh, of credits now which is uh you know cumbersome for me but that's that's a cross that i'll bear yeah uh anyway so thank you so much to to all three i don't it's it's again it's i am so uh it's we're so honored and so confused and happy that you're here all of you thank you all so much and uh and that's it for us this week and listen everyone watch a step because if you don't you may be talking about you next week on is this a ghost